Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts need to be a citizen to vote in D.C. under a bill passed by the council. I'm Kate Ryan. The source for the largely discredited Steele dossier acquitted by a jury for lying to the FBI. We'll talk about that live with the Washington Post at 9:10. The Dow up 338 and Asian markets are higher. 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Jennifer Kuiper in Chicago. Russian airstrikes in Ukraine cut power and water to hundreds of thousands of residents. CBS's Holly Williams has the latest from Ukraine. Russia's tactics in Ukraine may be changing. Its strikes targeted the power grid across the country. Ukraine says 30% of its power stations have been destroyed in just over a week, causing rolling blackouts. Ukraine's president, Vladimir Zelensky, reassured his nation that the grid's getting fixed, but urged people to use as little electricity as possible. President Biden is expected to speak about gas prices tomorrow as his administration follows through with a plan to draw more oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The expected move would be in keeping with what the president said he would do six months ago, essentially completing a 180 million barrel drawdown from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which he announced in March. Republican critics say Mr. Biden has taken America's oil stockpile, meant for emergencies, down to historic lows. It'll be the Yankees versus the Astros in Game 1 of the ALCS tomorrow night. The Yanks beat the Cleveland Guardians 5-1 to in the decisive Game 5 of their AL Division Series. Hit on the ground, a short. Go to second, force, in time. Ball game over. The call made on the Yankees radio network. The support might be there to remove the owner of the Washington Commanders, CBS's Steve Futterman. There is new pressure on Dan Snyder, the owner of the NFL's Washington Commanders. I believe there's merit to remove him as owner. Jim Ursay, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, tells Washington's WUSA-TV it has to be considered. It's something that uh, we have to review. We have to look at all the evidence and we have to be thorough. Dan Snyder has been under fire for what some have called a toxic environment inside the organization. Even though there have been changes, many still want him out. Steve Futterman, CBS News. CBS's Scott McFarlane reports Congress is still considering ending the resetting of clocks. Twice a year, clock changing is linked to higher rates of sleep disorders, stroke, and depression. According to testimony at a U.S. House committee, Dr. Tyish Hall-Brown of Children's Hospital in Washington says your body feels the impact. We have an internal kind of rhythm to our, our body and to our health. Without warning, the U.S. Senate in March unanimously approved a plan to make daylight
daylight saving time permanent, but the votes aren't there and likely to line up in the U.S. House, according to Republican Fred Upton of Michigan, who says the change would force school buses to run in the dark too late in the morning. The kids probably would be in second or third hour while it was still dark. Scott McFarland, CBS News. This is CBS News. Whether it's the news, the traffic, the weather, or your COVID-19 vaccinations, it's important to stay up to date. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. The IRS. It's 9.03 on Tuesday, October 18th. 48 degrees now. It'll be cold tonight. It'll hit freezing for some of you. Good evening, I'm Shana Steele, and the top local stories we're following this hour. We continue to follow developing news after that NFL owners meeting in New York earlier today. Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Irsay saying he believes there is merit to removing Dan Snyder as the commander's owner. He also says he believes there are potentially the 24 votes needed to kick Snyder out. A commander spokesperson calling Irsay's comments inappropriate and that the commanders have made remarkable progress over the past few years. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell also weighing in on this. Lots to talk about. We'll break it down with WTOP's Rob Woodfork in a couple of minutes. Meantime, some former commanders employees appear to be ready to sue the NFL. This after a report claiming their participation in an investigation into the team's alleged toxic work environment may have led to their names being made public by the team. A promise from the NFL to the former employees, according to their attorneys, Lisa Banks and Deborah Katz, was that their clients' names would be kept confidential and not even the team or its owner, Dan Snyder, would see them. But an ESPN report claims the commander's attorneys used the report by Beth Wilkinson to compile an enemies list. Katz and Banks, in a letter to the NFL's commissioner, Roger Goodell, says their clients have faced harassment, retaliation, and public disparagement since taking part. They call on Goodell to meet with them and also that the report be released since they claim the reason stated for not doing that was to protect the identity of witnesses ignoring the request the lawyers say will lead to legal action against the nfl mike marillo wtop news wtop's reached out to the nfl for comment more breaking news tonight a man accused of raping a woman in a hotel room at gunpoint is now under arrest fairfax county police tweeting the news a little while ago following the attack on october 1st in vienna uh, police had just posted images of the suspect about a day ago we are also now learning more about the suspect in that killing of four people in a home in Dale City yesterday. 24-year-old David Maine lived in the home on Mansfield Court with four people police say he killed. A man and wife, their 19-year-old daughter, and a man who rented a room. The 19-year-old female was in all likelihood murdered first. And then the three other adults were subsequently murdered. Prince William County Police Chief Peter Newsham says they're still working on a motive, but believe the suspect had some sort of connection with another person who lived in the home that wasn't there at the time of the killing. You know, this guy has been charged. My hope is that he never, ever sees the light of day again. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. People who are not American citizens will be able to vote in D.C. elections after the D.C. Council passes a bill. The bill that will allow non citizens to vote in D.C.'s local elections was passed without debate by the D.C. Council. The legislation now heads to Mayor Muriel Bowser for her signature. It's also subject to congressional review. The legislation will allow green card holders and undocumented residents of the district to vote in local but not federal elections as long as they're 18 or older and have lived in D.C. for at least 30 days. And it's not the first time non-citizens have been given the right to vote in local elections. Hyattsville and Tacoma Park have passed similar laws. 
Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the investigation into the FBI's handling of the Russia investigation suffering a major blow. We'll talk about it just ahead. It's 9.07. Here's Mario Orsini, Associate Director of Security with Raytheon Intelligence and Space. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month when we focus on safer, trusted, and more secure online experiences. At Raytheon Intelligence and Space, every day is about cybersecurity. We break the definition of cyber defense, hiring the sharpest minds, using our understanding of how actors think to actively hunt threats, and designing one-of-a-kind, never-been-done-before solutions to protect our nation's most vital infrastructure and our way of life. Visit rtx.com slash cyber. Sis, can you keep a secret? Of course. I had that light bulb moment everyone talks about. I found the one, Stacy. <gasps> I'm going to ask her. Really? When? This Christmas. Listen, you have to go to Dominion Jewelers. They'll help you create the perfect ring made just for her. And you'll have it by the holidays. Dominion Jewelers is where you design the ring that says, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Handcrafted, custom-made jewelry. Dominion Jewelers in the heart of Falls Church. By appointment only. 908. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. And weather on the eights. Let's start with Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. On 395 northbound at the 14th Street Bridge, just before the bridge. Uh, still with the police action. Now it looks like they're picking up the cones around that. You were getting by two lanes to the right. Should have all lanes over here in just a couple minutes or so on northbound 395, along with the ramp that will take you north on the George Washington Parkway. Things are in good shape on 95 from Springfield to Fredericksburg so far. Waiting to see if any work zones set up. They haven't set up on 66 yet, but southbound Route 28 approaching 66 down to a single lane getting by to the right. And westbound Dulles Airport access lanes beginning at Hunter Mill. The paving is back tonight and getting by single file. In Maryland, Greenbelt Road west of Goodluck Road is closed in both directions by a very serious crash. Had a medevac helicopter there. On 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, traffic continues to run well on each. Two have a work zone northbound 95 before the Baltimore Beltway in the right lane. We're in pretty good shape on 270, though I believe we're starting to set up roadworks southbound between I-70 and Route 85. You should be getting by single file to the left there. Catch the excitement of steeplechase racing and paramutual wagering as the International Gold Cup returns on Saturday, October 22nd. For ticket packages, visit www.vagoldcup.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Thank you, Bob. Let's get our forecast on this chilly night from Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Steneford. There's a freeze warning tonight for northern Virginia and far northern Maryland with a frost advisory for the rest of the region. Tonight, skies will range from clear to partly cloudy. The big story, a risk of frost and freezing temperatures. Lows low to mid-30 suburbs, upper 30s near the district. Partly sunny skies on Wednesday, once again breezy and chilly with highs only in the mid-50s. Partly cloudy Thursday, a bit warmer, a high near 60. Partly cloudy and warmer on Friday, highs mid to over 60s. Over the weekend, sunshine with highs back into the 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stinniford. For those of you heading out the door now, it's 48 degrees in Annapolis, 46 in Bowie, 43 in Leesburg. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9-10. The man who was the primary source behind the largely discredited Steele dossier was acquitted by a jury today for lying to the FBI. It's a pretty big blow for the investigation into the FBI's handling of the Russia investigation. Washington Post reporter Sal Rizzo has been following this for the paper and joins us now. Sal, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. First, tell us about this man, Igor Denchenko. What exactly was he accused of? 
So Igor Danchenko is a business intelligence analyst, and uh, he was hired by Christopher Steele uh, back in 2016 uh, because uh, Steele had this contract to work for Fusion GPS uh, that had been retained by various actors on both sides uh, during the 2016 campaign. And basically, uh, Danchenko provided the bulk of uh, these explosive allegations that later wound up in the Steele dossier uh, in 2016 about Donald Trump. Uh, and what he was accused of was when FBI agents interviewed him in 2017 about where he got his information, special counsel John Durham said, well, you know, during the course of these many, many uh, interviews that you had, there were a couple moments where you might have mentioned an email that you got from one source and you might have, you know, uh, did you really get a phone call from this other source? I mean, he accused him of fabricating a phone call. But the jury, you know, there was no uh, hard evidence that it was made up. Uh, that the one witness, Sergey Milian, uh, in the phone call wasn't available to testify, and the case crumbled. But we're hearing from Trump allies. They're not happy about any of this. They argue that this acquittal doesn't take away from the fact that what the dossier alleges, that there was this conspiracy of connection between Russia and Trump, that still hasn't been proven. And the dossier has a lot of, uh, you know, information that has been, uh, you know, uh, specious from the start, you know, very questionable from the start, uh, stuff that has been debunked. Uh, it has not held up well, that's for sure, that's for certain. Steele was not on trial, and he didn't testify either. Uh, he's a British citizen, so he doesn't have, you know, to be compelled to come here to testify in our courts. Uh, you know, but uh, at the heart of this, you know, Danchenko was arguing, you know, the information that I gave to Steele, I passed along as rumor, as speculation. And he pumped it up to, you know, the status of the fact as, you know, the truth. Uh, so he was upset with Steele. They actually met. It was revealed in this trial. And, and, you know, Danchenko came away very upset after the meeting, and he reported back to the FBI everything that he had said. Oh, that's really interesting, that, that little twist there. Uh, really quickly here, this, is, this, this investigation's been going on over three years. What has John Durham found? Uh, you know, he accused Michael Sussman, a cybersecurity lawyer, uh, also making false statements uh, to the FBI, but that case, uh, you know, resulted in another jury acquittal in D.C. federal court. And he found, you know, he has been described as, you know, a low-level, a low-ranking FBI lawyer, Kevin Kleinsmith. Uh, investigators uh, that preceded John Durham, uh, you know, uh, had, uh, you know, found the evidence in this case. And Kevin Kleinsmith was, uh, you know, pleaded guilty, but received no jail time. He got a year of probation. Uh, for having altered a, an email that was used as part of the process to renew, uh, you know, these warrant applications for Carter Page, a, Trump, a former Trump campaign advisor uh, that was investigated as a result of a claim in the Steele dossier. All right. We're going to leave it there. Washington Post reporter Sal Rizzo, thanks so much for joining us. We've got your sports news just ahead. It's 914. When you wake up to go to work, do you ever think about how important your job is? When you hear steam fitter as an occupation, what do you think of? The truth is, most people don't know what a steam fitter is. More importantly, what we do and how much it impacts you. And to truly understand how important of a job it is, just take a moment to think about what your world would look like if you didn't have the ability to generate electricity, to have heating or air conditioning, microchip production, internet service, web-based storage, cellular service, medical gas systems and hospitals, lab gases for laboratories, pharmaceutical production, and frozen or refrigerated produce. Could you imagine? And these are just some of the things that we impact. 
The reality is that if Steam Fitters didn't install, retrofit, service, and maintain all the various systems that we are assigned to take care of, society would look completely different. Please visit steamfitters-602.org and let's talk about how we can bring value to you. Now more than ever, managing strategic cyber operational and financial risks in your supply chain is critical to protecting your projects and programs, as well as U.S. national security. Using advanced machine learning capabilities, Blue Voyant Supply Chain Command detects and remediates cyber threats, identifies foreign influence into contractors, as well as new or unknown vendors, delivers comprehensive industrial-based reporting, and provides real-time vendor reliability monitoring that reduces acquisition risk. Illuminate your supply chain risks today. Learn more at bluevoyant.com federal. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. We have Rob Woodfork covering these developments from that NFL owners meeting. Hey, Rob. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, been a busy day uh, on that front, no doubts. And it's hard to remember the Washington Commanders actually still play football amid all this controversy. There's a uh, quarterback change coming on Sunday against the Packers. Carson Wentz still on the mend out in Los Angeles, so... In comes Taylor Heineke to save the day yet again. He's backed up by Sam Howell, so why not see what the promising rookies got, Ron Rivera? No, the focus is Taylor. I mean, we're still in a good situation, still early in the year. We like what we've got in terms of the skill sets and in terms of our playmakers, you know, guys that we believe we can get the ball to. And don't want to put Sam in a situation like that this early in his career. You know, we feel he's a young man that as he grows and develops, he's got a chance. A former Washington star just landed on Baltimore's roster. Receiver Deshaun Jackson signed to the Ravens practice squad earlier today. And at 35 years old, yes, uh, a little long in the tooth for a receiver, but last season he averaged a career high 22.7 yards per catch. So uh, still got that speed. Uh, former Washington kicker Dustin Hopkins set to miss two to four weeks. He sustained that hamstring injury in that uh, Monday night game. And uh, all he did was gut his way through it, made all four kicks, including the game winner. The National League Championship uh, Championship Series has begun in San Diego, and we finally have a score now as the Phillies get on the board. Uh, they're in front of the Padres by a score of one to nothing on a Bryce Harper home run. Remember him? Uh, ALDS Game Five. All Yankees. They beat the Cleveland Guardians five to one. They're on to the championship round to face Houston. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you here on WTOP. The White House announcing that the president will be releasing more oil reserves after OPEC plus nations decided to cut down production. More details will be out tomorrow. An analyst who provided much of the research in the largely discredited Steele dossier uh, about former President Trump and Russia was acquitted today. Igor Denchenko was charged with lying to the FBI about where he got that info from. A 24-year-old man is under arrest, charged with the murders of four people with whom he lived in Dale City. Prince William County's police chief says they're investigating the motive for yesterday's attack. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 918. Your traffic and weather on the eights. Back to Bob in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, 395 northbound approaching the 14th Street Bridge. The police activity that has completely cleared. No delays there, no lanes blocked. 95 northbound starting to set up a work zone after exit 136 Centerport Parkway along the right side. So far on 66 is a pretty good ride. No work zones as of yet. Southbound Route 28 does have road work 
getting by a single file of the right just before 66. And Dulles Airport access lanes beginning at Hunter Mill, traveling westbound toward the airport. You're down to a single lane due to paving. That's not affecting traffic in the toll lanes. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all is quiet. But in Maryland, Greenbelt Road, west of Goodluck Road, closed both ways with a serious crash. And on 95 northbound before the Baltimore Beltway, there is a work zone blocking the right lane without delay. Baltimore, Washington Parkway running pretty well both ways. Southbound 270, you're getting by a single file left past the work zone before Route 85. Play Beat the Book at MGM National Harbor each week, and you could win a share of $15,000 in free play. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or 1-800-GAMBLER. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Thanks, Bob. Let's do another check of your weather with Storm Team 4's Mike Stenford. It is going to be a cold night. There's a freeze warning for northern Virginia and far northern Maryland and the rest of our areas under a frost advisory. For tonight, clear to partly cloudy and cold with a risk of frost and freezing temperatures. Our lows low to mid-30 suburbs, upper 30s near the district. Partly sunny skies, breezy and chilly again on Wednesday. Our highs only in the mid-50s. Partly cloudy warmer on Thursday, a high near 60. Friday, partly cloudy warmer, highs mid-upper 60s. And great weather coming our way this weekend. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stenner. 44 now in Manassas, 48 at Metro Center, 48 degrees in Frederick. Brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up here on WTOP, what local leaders are demanding after a scathing report on the state of D.C. public housing. It's 920. Here's Alexis Bunnell, an emerging technology evangelist for government at Google Public Sector on the discussion maximizing security and flexibility in the orbit of a cloud migration, sponsored by Kerasoft. So really IT leaders that are looking at their mission, looking at their programs and saying, how can we be ahead? How can we future-proof? How can we lean in? Particularly at multi-cloud, right? I think that's really critical for, you know, public leaders, military leaders, defense leaders to be thinking about how do I ensure kind of that generational level of flexibility, right? So that my programs can meet, you know, what will be coming. I also think one of the really interesting things about it is this idea, and we're seeing this mentality a lot, kind of a move away from what I would call systems level thinking to kind of information stewardship, right information at the right time by the right player. Let Google, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. To listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network, search Kerasoft. Did you know that motor vehicle crashes are the number one cause of death among children? Three out of four child safety seats are not installed correctly. When installed and used properly, a child safety seat can reduce the risk of death by as much as 71%. Choose a safety restraint system based on your child's age, weight, and height. Test it out to make sure that it's an appropriate fit for both your child and your vehicle. Keep children safe by making sure they're properly restrained. Fitzgerald Auto Malls holds free child safety seat events on the third Thursday of every month. Get your child seat installed and inspected by a nationally certified technician on Thursday, October 20th from 10 to 1230 at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. That's Thursday, October 20th from 10 to 1230 at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. A properly installed child safety seat can mean the difference between life and death for a child. For more, please visit fitzmall.com. You're listening to WTOP News. 922 here on WTOP. Days after a scathing federal government report laying out major public housing failures in the nation's capital, the D.C. Council unanimously passed emergency legislation by Council Member Alyssa Silverman to jumpstart improvements at the city's housing authority. It includes a requirement that board members and the executive director get extensive training in the next couple of months. 
Among the issues brought up by residents, corroded staircases, water-damaged walls and bathrooms, not to mention major rat and mouse infestations. One resident of Langston Terrace in Northeast D.C. telling WTOP she caught 90 mice. It's been 50 years since the Federal Clean Water Act was first passed, but a coalition of environmentalists from Maryland saying both the state and federal governments are failing in their efforts to keep the Chesapeake Bay healthy. Saying the root cause of the problem remains the same. Can't talk about water quality without talking about agriculture. Eric Schaefer with the Environmental Integrity Project and the author of the report looking at 50 years of the Clean Water Act says toothless remedies are also failing the Bay. Law without enforcement is just good advice. Once we start enforcing the law, we're going to see a huge difference. Betsy Nicholas with Waterkeepers Chesapeake says the federal EPA and Maryland Department of the Environment are just too soft on polluters. The systems that and the communities that depend on it are all at grave risk. John Dome in WTOP News. So we've been telling you Metro still doesn't have all of its 7,000 series cars back on the rails yet, but a deal is already in place to upgrade the fleet with even new rail cars, and they're going to be built in Maryland. Talking about the factory Hitachi Rail is building in Hagerstown. This project will help sustain 1,300 total jobs in the region. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan says it'll be an economic game changer for the region and state. And it will help Hitachi fulfill its $2.2 billion contract with WMATA to build its fleet of brand new 8,000 series rail cars. The factory is expected to open in early 2024. Christy King, WTOP News. Meanwhile, D.C. announcing big plans to bring more electric vehicle charging stations to the city. A total of $16.6 million in federal funding will be funneled into the new effort over the next five years. The money will go towards things like community engagement and creating fast charging infrastructure. The first year of DDOT's electric vehicle infrastructure deployment plan will focus on building charging stations along designated alternative fuel corridors. There are currently five of those corridors in the district, including New York Avenue, Pennsylvania Avenue Southeast, and Rhode Island Avenue. Officials say it's all part of the district's commitment to equity and sustainability. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow rallied another 338 points Tuesday. That's 1%. Safeway parent company Albertson says online grocery sales last quarter is still rising, up 16% from a year ago. Peloton is extending by a year the refund period for its recalled treadmills until November of next year. The number of workers in D.C. area offices last week was still just 46% of full, one of the lowest office occupancy rates in the country. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, we'll go back to our big story of the night. Pressure building on Dan Snyder to give up the commanders, the first of his fellow NFL owners now speaking publicly. It's 925. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. 
Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Relationships are the heart of a business, says restaurateur Dan Simons. He partnered with attorney Scott Musellas of Shulman Rogers before opening the first founding farmers in D.C. I met Scott early when I came back to the D.C. area to start my family here. I do feel like we are real partners in the pursuit of growing the company and doing it in a mindful way. And through thick and thin, Scott and the team at Shulman have been there with me. Learn about Shulman Rogers. This episode is brought to you by Verizon. With Verizon, you can now get a private 5G network, so you can do more than connect your business. You can make it even smarter. Now ports can know where every piece of cargo is and where it's going. Robots can predict breakdowns and order their own replacement parts. And retailers can get ahead of the fashion trend of the day with a new line tomorrow. With a Verizon private 5G network, you can get more agility and security, giving you more control of your business. We call this enterprise intelligence. From the network America relies on, Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available in select areas. Pre-qualification required for private 5G network. Terms apply.